Hey, y'all. On this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast, I am diving in with three amazing travel advisors and giving them a hot seat coaching experience. I'm going to answer their questions about building a content strategy, how to batch, and how to know what type of content will actually fit into your content strategy. They ask me questions and I give them a short audit on their socials. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Social Takeoff Podcast, a podcast for travel professionals who are ready to use social media to help their business take off. I'm Kelly Haysmith, your host. I'm travel agent turned social media marketer who now works with multiple seven-figure travel agencies to help them infuse strategy and create a target social plan. I'll be sharing all of the tips and tricks of the trade, as well as content ideas and trends that you should be using to help grow your travel business. Let's get started. Are you looking for another way to grow your travel business on social media? What about a group chat with me once a week where you can network and collaborate with other travel professionals who are doing the exact same thing and asking me questions at the same time? What about two bonus live videos every single month, extra reels, and a carousel post every single Wednesday. Want to know all about this? Well, I am actually talking about my Instagram subscriptions. For less than $5 every month, you can get all of this bonus content that's going to help your travel business skyrocket using social media. If you want to join, make sure to go to my Instagram account at Kelly Smith and click Subscribe. Hey, y'all. So it is time for the very first TA Roundtable podcast episode. I'm so pumped about doing this because conversations are my best. If you know me, you know that I like talking to people probably more than anything else that I do. And so today I have Aaron, Sarah, and Patty with me, and we are just going to talk all things marketing and their travel businesses. Before we dive right in, I'm going to have them introduce themselves a little bit about their business, what they do, and then we're going to jump into the, the content stuff. So Erin, you want to go first? Sure. My name's Erin, and I work with The Magic Station. That's my business for travel, and I specialize in family travel to Disney destinations. Awesome. Awesome. Erin, how long have you been doing it? I started November 2021, but I feel like I really started like this January. Like I was just awesome. kind of doing it, but now I'm really in it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Sarah, how about you? Hi, I am Sarah Martin and I'm the owner and the only agent for Pink Castle Travel. Um, I specialize in Disney destinations. I recently started with Autism Travel. Um, being certified with that. And then I've been doing it for probably about two years, about the same as Aaron. I started at the end of 2021. Awesome. Awesome. And Patty? Uh, my name is Patty Schill. I'm with Destination Magic. I'm an agent. And I am, I've been doing Disney, Universal, and now Cruises and Sandals and Beaches. Um, and I mainly just concentrate on helping busy moms and dads and grandparents. I love working with grandparents to um, help plan those Disney and Universal vacations and well, as well as cruises. But I started in February 2022, but I feel like same as Erin, um, I didn't really get started. I feel, I feel like I was dabbing until about August, September of 2022. Awesome. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> all right, y'all, let's dive in. So I want to ask you all one question, and this is going to kind of kick off what we're talking about, but what do you think, what, is, what gives you the most stress or frustration about marketing your business on social media? I'll go first. Finding <laughs> go for it. Go for it. No, I was just going to say having an actual strategy behind what I'm posting is a huge pain point for me because I feel like I have so many ideas and I'm not really sure how to put those ideas into 
a strategy that's going to complement my goals and help actually move the needle in my business rather than just post whatever and hope something sticks. <laughs> right. Patty, what were you going to say? I have to, well, I have to agree with Erin too. It's, it's really the strategy, but what you said like complements like where you want to go with your business. I feel like that. I feel like I'm kind of like throwing stuff up against the wall. Um, but it's a lot of just finding time to do it all too. I remember Kelly in one episode you talked about, you know, you're a social media person, but we're doing travel plus social media and it's really finding that balance of working on our working on our travel and our clients and our quotes and then also promoting our business. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me it is taking the ideas and trying to put them into play, kind of like what Erin was saying, but then also trying to reach out to my ideal client instead of just posting, okay, this is about Magic Kingdom or this is something about this park or this cruise, but actually trying to reach that ideal client. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, those are those are all three. Um pain points that we do here a lot. So first, I'm going to start with the time. Um, and Patty, when it comes to time, yes, you've heard me say that because it it can be the same in my business too. My business is to post on other people's social media. And so sometimes mine falls behind because I'm worried about other, like of clients, right? But it's the same thing. And so we get in this rut of working on our business or in our business. And so what are we, you know, are we working on it or are we working in it? And because when you work in your business, you have two distinct pieces of it. You have the growth of your business and the business that, that gets you paid, which is the clients. But in order to get more clients, to get more paid, you've got to get, do the, bring them in. And it becomes a vicious cycle. So I want to ask you this, do you batch content or are you trying to create in the moment? I have good intentions to batch content. I usually, you know, I'm like, oh, I have nothing to do on Saturday, so I'm going to batch all day. And then life takes over because, of course, yeah. you know, you're a mom and you've got a house full of chores to do and you have quotes to do. And so my, I always have the good intention to set aside, but I'm not very disciplined in doing that, setting the you know, sitting down and doing the batching. And I always feel like when I go to batch, that's when all my ideas go out of my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this. And I'm going to, I want all of you all to answer me this. You, because all of you said, I have so many ideas, but I don't know how to put it in play. And then when Patty brought up that, you said, you know, um, it, when I sit down to do it, they're gone. How are you organizing your ideas? Or are you just trying to hold them on into your head? I have, I have a an actual planner. Yeah. Spreadsheet. Yeah. Awesome. What did you say, Sarah? You have a what? I have an actual planner. It's a social media planner. So it also helps you track your followers, your engagement, things like that. Awesome. Okay. So I save the, where do you get your ideas? Where are your ideas coming from? Are they coming just from, are you being inspired on social media? What are you doing there? My so ideas for me, come from I, being. Oh, sorry. Go okay. ahead. You're good. I was going to say my ideas come from either you know being inspired on social media or in talks with other agents or really when I'm when I'm in the parks or I'm traveling. I'd be like, oh, that's such a good idea. I need to post about that, and then I'll I jot it down in my phone and my notes. So then it's you know it's always with me. Yeah. Erin, what were you going to say? Yeah. I just have a really long list of things. I come from uh, just loving the parks in general. And so I started kind of wanting to do more of an influencer side of things where I'm showing fun facts and everything. But now I'm changing into more of a strategy with my travel agency showcasing what services I offer. And I think that's the thing that I'm struggling with a little bit too, is not that I don't have ideas. I have a million ideas but how do I share that I am a travel agent with those ideas? How do I incorporate that into all the ideas that I have? Yeah. Um, all right. So 
all of these ideas that you have, and then you say, everybody said, I've got all these ideas, but how do I put it into the strategy? So I would ask you this too, because the most important part of your strategy, not the most important parts, but one of the parts that is essential, you cannot build a strategy without it, are business goals. Are you all really secure or clear clear in what your business goals are? After your podcast about business goals, I sat down and I wrote business goals. So right now, I so this month is May. I'm focusing on Disney cruises, and I want to book okay. four Disney cruises this month. And it's kind of it just changes destinations basically, but my goal is to book four every month. So, okay. So, do so you like my social media like- strategy is, I guess, talking more about cruises. And then in general, I want to book for vacations, whether that's a Disney cruise or whatever. Okay. So I want to, I want to challenge you on something with that. <laughs> If four vacations is what you want to book, so right now, are you your goal this month was to book four Disney cruises or four vacations in general? You were focusing on Disney cruise on your social media, right? Sorry, okay, Disney cruise. So you want four book? You want to book four new things every month, or you want four people traveling every month? It's, is it you want mm-hmm. four new bookings every month? Right, yes? four new bookings. Okay. So I want you to realize that four new bookings, if we, if we start post, like four DCLs, if we're going to put, if we want four Disney cruises this, this month, just posting about Disney cruise line this month is probably not going to get us there. And here's why the thing is they've got to get warmed up. So it actually, there is science and data that tells us that somebody needs to see something seven times to clearly absorb it. So if we're focusing on Disney Cruise, yeah, you're probably going to post more than seven times, but how many times is your following actually going to see your post? First off, because the algorithm is such that they may not see today's. Usually, so what I find in, in our analytics that we're pulling, and we do detailed analytics for clients and for my content, and what we see are a lot of times more people see my content from my profile than in, in the feed. And because what will happen is if this post, if they see a post from me, right, and they go click, they like it, they go click and see what's on my feet, on my, um, on my profile. That is how more people are seeing my content. So if all they're seeing is a post here and there during the week of your stuff, they're probably not going to see enough to absorb it seven times. So I don't love a strategy of posting one destination all month long. I really like seeing, especially if your goal is overall four bookings a month, you also may be missing out on those people who are not going to do a cruise or they feel like their kids aren't old enough for a cruise or whatever. So you want to really caution yourself from getting all in on one topic because you could take one month's worth of content for DCL and spread it out for three months and you're going to continue to show like, what if somebody finds you and they don't, they're not interested in DCL and all of your latest content is DCL and they skip by you for somebody else because they haven't seen that. So you want to give a well-rounded approach. It's the same reason that I don't ever recommend somebody go on a vacation and then they get back and all their content is from that vacation. My Disney trip content will last me a year. I y'all my last one, I came home with 3000 photos and videos. So like that will last me more than a year. That'll last my clients more than a year of, of content from one trip because I'm not going to, that's not something we're going to post every day. It's going to, going to string out over the long haul. Does that make sense? All right, Patty, did you have a question on that? Mm-hmm. You need to repeat yourself. That's that's the key. Everybody feels like they're repeating themselves all the time. In marketing, you want to repeat yourself. So my business coach told me one time when I very first started talking to just travel professionals and I consistently said, You've got to market beyond the booking, market beyond the booking. Stop talking about booking. Stop talking about booking. You got to talk about the other things. And I said to her at one point, I was like, I feel like I am repeating myself over and over again. And she said to me, do you think 
Nike ever gets tired of saying, just do it. And it smacked me in the face. Our message is our message. You can say it in a lot of different ways, but you don't need 150 different messages. You need, you know, you, you, your message, your brand message should be the same throughout the information you're sharing is not your brand message. Your brand message is your offer and your service. And so whether you're talking about DCL or you're talking about Walt Disney World or you're talking about Disneyland or you're talking about Royal Caribbean, no matter what it is that you're talking about, your brand message should remain the same and that should be all about your service. And then you just add in the info that makes you the expert in the area. I think that's where I struggle a little is because you're always telling us to talk about our service and what we offer. And I feel like it's the same thing over and over, but I guess that makes sense then. So, right. But but the thing is, the thing is, it's not the same over and over. It's your service over and over, right? But you, you provide a lot more services than you think you do. So let's talk about the different pieces of the planning process and what you provide. So let's say that you, um, Okay, if you have a mom coming, and I'm going to speak in Disney here, y'all, because all of them are my Disney people, so we're going to go with it. Next time, if y'all want to talk about safaris or something, you got to get in these podcasts. But um, let's say that you've got a mom, an overwhelmed mom, who comes to you, and she has done research on her own on Pinterest and YouTube and Google, and what she has found is There's a lot of options and I have no clue where to start. That's not far out from like actual real life, right? Like moms all the time are like, uh, there's a lot to know. And now I don't know what I don't know. Right. So she comes to you and what are you going to do in the process? What Sarah are you going to do to help her out to get started? I mean, the first thing you're going to do is try to find out, one, you need to know their budget, what their expectations are, and, you know, what, again, what their expectations so that you can find where they want to stay and find the appropriate resort and, and then just go from the options from there. Exactly. So what you're doing, what you're describing there is that you're matching them, right? You are narrowing down their options to match them with the perfect vacation for them. They're no longer one of a kind. It's no longer one size fits all. It becomes one of a kind because you have used your expertise, your knowledge and your training to match them to the right vacation. So that part of the process or that client journey feeling that that stress that they have regarding that, that service, that's how you solve that problem. Now let's talk about Um, let's talk about the price monitoring. Are you afraid to book your vacation now? You're afraid to go ahead and get your deposit down because you're afraid the price might come down? Well, let me tell you what I do for you. I will monitor the price from Disney and if a a new promotion comes in, we can help lower that price to meet that promotion. That's a different service for a different concern. So while your service is always the focus, Regardless of what information you're sharing, your service is always the focus. You have to understand what your services are and what you do to manage a client's vacation. Because what you need is you need two lists. You need a list of um, like concerns and problems and worries and stresses that they have. And a list beside of it that is the service that fixes that. That is how we create problem-solving content. And what you what you end up doing then is the information that you share is generalized information. That's your one size fits all. And you're going to have followers who follow you for no other reason but to get your free tips and tricks. Oh well, like I'm not we're not gonna stress out. They're not your client. They're not your ideal client if they're just there for that. And I'll be honest with you, in my opinion, they're not your ideal client if they're there looking for you to budget like how can you beat this deal or whatever? Like, that's not your job. You're not, you're, you know, that's not your job. Your job is a high, it's a service. It's a high value service. And so if all they want you to do is how to beat this price or that price, that's not your ideal client either. That's wasting your time. Um, and so I wouldn't worry about those two people. Are they going to get free info from you? Sure. Let them help your algorithm and move, like move on. But the people who are there because they really are interested in your service the information makes you the 
the expert. You have to give those things away. But what you have to do is show how that info is one size fits all and how your service turns one size fits all into one of a kind. So tell me how that makes you feel, Erin, especially you when we're talking about maybe moving your strategy from what I don't like, don't, don't let me make you like all torn up, please don't. But like <laughs> moving that, that strategy from one vacation to spreading that out and doing more than one destination. Yeah, that makes sense. So I should have clarified. I do a well-rounded social media feed post. I've been doing the close friends strategy oh, with just oh. Disney Cruise. God, I'm so sorry. I just completely <laughs> screwed up. That's okay. It's not like the information was bad. But yes, uh, because we talked about this. If you guys out there listening to this are not subscribers yet, um, we talked about on a subscriber live how to use close friends on Instagram um, to as a Facebook group kind of. So if you don't want to do a Facebook group, you can use close friends and to focus on one thing. And that's what Aaron's talking about. And so, uh, yeah, sorry, just take everything else. <laughs> I said with a grain of salt. But the close friends, 100%, like if that's your goal, that's an, that's a great place to promote, just like you're talking about. So if we're, if we're really wanting to talk to one, and honestly, I think that's a great place if you have an upcoming cruise or an upcoming vacation and you want to highlight what you're getting ready to do or what you just did, that is a great place to do that because then it's people who are already bought in. So I'm going to say this for the, the listeners out there. Close friends actually is still to this day. Adam Sori is asked all the time. That's the CEO of Instagram. He's asked all the time what his favorite feature of Instagram is. And close friends is what he says every single time. What that tells me is if it's Adam Sori's favorite feature, I'm betting you that there is rank put on people who utilize that feature. If that's his favorite, there's a reason he's telling us that. And so um, I like creating things for close friends because I know he is you that, that he pushes that. Um, and so we talked about using close friends in the same way really to promote because once somebody has, has bought into your close friends, you ask them, do they want to be added? You can do that with engagement stickers or whatever on your stories. And once they're there, you know, they're a warmer lead. They're not a cold lead. They're not randomly there. They are there asking to be there. And so it's, it's great to promote heavier in that close friends than it is to do that. So I'm Aaron, I'm sorry um, that we said that, but it's okay. The info I hope was still good. (laughs) No, it was great. Um, Okay. Well, so tell me when you say guys, all of you, you have all these ideas but you're not sure if it matches your strategy. Give me an example. What do, what do you mean? Like, do you understand what your content strategy is? Because you said you have a business goal of, of four vacations a month, booking four vacations a month, right? So um, what do you, do you understand? Do you have questions on what a content strategy actually is? So like right now, now I'm trying to fill in my fall, like my fall travel uh-huh. So for I'm getting ready this weekend to start doing some batch content. So I was going to focus more on like the Halloween parties, mm-hmm. the fall cruises, the, the Halloween parties on the cruise, those. So I guess would that be my strategy on? Right. So your strategy is four pieces. Your strategy includes your ideal client, your specialty and niche, your UVP or your service, right? That your unique value proposition is your service and your business goals. The first three things tell you a few different pieces of information. Your ideal client tells you who to talk to and how to talk to them. So if your ideal client, a couple of you've mentioned busy moms, busy dads, right? I want you to think about it's May. I don't, have you seen, there's a, a TikTok, it's a viral TikTok reel, whatever, going around that's talking about Maycember and how it is the busiest time of the year. It's as busy as December, but it's not, you don't have the fun twinkle lights and and presents and eggnog to go with as well. So I want you to think about moms in May. What is going on? What are they feeling? Because that is going to tell you how you're going to speak to them in your content. Your opening line of every single post should speak to how your ideal client feels. It can be how they feel about the vacation or how they feel right now. But moms right now, I can tell you from a mom standpoint, 
we are overwhelmed, we are burned out, we are ready for school to be over, we're ready to not need to go to 25 different assemblies all month long and doing all those things, right? So like, speak to that. Um, And then what is it that she needs to avoid? Or what is it that she wants and desires in her vacation? So your ideal client, I don't, so many people want to talk about their name and what car they drive and, 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 and I don't care about any of that. I want you to know how they feel both about their vacation and about what's going on in their life right now. What's going on in their life right now? Because that is how you connect to that ideal client. So your strategy, it doesn't necessarily tell you what to post. It tells you how to talk to the audience you're trying to reach. Okay. Your specialty and niche is going to guide you into knowing and understanding what it is that you should be talking about. It narrows down the content that you're going to provide. Okay, if you are in a, in a niche of, you know, budget friendly, so I would say value moderate Disney clients, you probably don't need to spend a ton of time talking about club level at the Grand Floridian. If you've got to know your, you've got to know what your niche is. And it's not that you, here's the thing. It's not that you're, that people that are, that are planning those trips will not come to you. It's just that that's not who you're originally talking to. And we'll go back to Nike for a minute. Um, Nike targets athletes. That's who their ideal market is, right? When you see a Nike commercial, 90% of the time, it's somebody like running on a track or dunking a basketball. I do not dunk basketballs, but I own a lot of Nike. Just because I, they're not advertising directly to me doesn't mean I'm not going to purchase from them. So you need to market to your ideal client. It's not going to mean that other people aren't going to come in. And then you get to decide whether or not that's a vacation that you want to do. So I want you to remember that. So that the specialty and niche tells you kind of, it gives you the realm of content. It also is exactly what you're talking about, your seasonality. So you, the, one of the pieces of data, actual number, this is, and I do this with my big agency clients, clients that have, or yeah, like my social media management clients that have lots of agents underneath them and they meet with their BDMs on a regular basis. We get numbers from their BDMs to help tell us when we need to market what. So I know for a fact, let me pull, I'm glad I have my notes out. I'm going to pull my notes from my meeting with um, Universal at Edge because I ask some average questions. So average, average is um, 89 days. For a Universal vacation, people are booking out on average 89 days. So that means if you are if you're marketing universal, you need to be marketing 100 days out, right? In order for them to start absorbing that info. You don't need to be doing 6 months and a year out for universal. You need to be really marketing 100 days out because that's their average booking window. Disney is very different. Um so I would have you look. Usually it's about 180 days. I don't have the exact number from Disney right now because I haven't met with them yet, but um I want you to look at what your average people are booking out on and start creating content that's your average because your market and your audience may not be the exact same as what their average is. So those are numbers to take care of and to think of. So while we need to look at Instagram's insights and stuff like that, I would much rather you look at your numbers to create that content and that drive for what you're going to be pushing. And so like if you are booking Disney, what are people right now booking for? I mean, obviously there's outliers who are like, I want to go in two weeks or when is 24, when is 24, when is 24. But what are we looking at? What are you looking at? And that specialty niche is going to tell you what to market when. I do think fall right now is a good time. Fall and beginning to do it after fall. Um, about 180 days is what we usually see with Disney. Then, then you go to um, your UVP. And what that means is you have to understand your service well enough to know what those client, that ideal client we talked about, what are they feeling? What services do you have that match up with their feelings, their concerns, their desires, their priorities are? How do you take this column of UVP to match up to what their stressors are? So that's going to help you formulate the bones of your content. But then your business goals tell you what you're posting. And so if four bookings per month, and it doesn't matter what they are, are you need to look at the other three for heavy and really go hardcore on your service. Because what 
what will get people to book with you is to understand why they should book with you. So if really and truly booking is your main goal priority, you need to tell them why they need to book with you. And you know, I don't like the word book. So it's really more about why they should plan their vacation with you. But in the purpose of this context, booking is the process that you're doing. And so that's what I would be focusing on. Does that make sense? Y'all, what questions do you have about that? No, that helped clarify it a lot for me. Awesome. Right. Yes. And so, so here's what I would do. Those last minute people, they are going to be moved by promotions. People who are planning out, they're not, those last minute people, they aren't all there. It's like either they waited and old crap, I waited and I didn't do this and I should do it. So letting them know it's still available and they can still do this and letting them know what the current promotions are is going to be is going to be important. So, you know, I don't think that, I think if you're not using close friends, using close friends or something, even a Facebook group or something of last minute Disney would be a great idea. You've got a lot of things to promote. There's a great promotion for Disney and Universal. I mean, you've got the three, uh, buy three, get two days free at Universal. You've got um, the new, the new ticket from Disney, which I saw a lot of people are, um, breaking that up for their clients and doing a room only plus the new ticket and it's saving them a ton of money. Um, and so, you know, you can promote that. Um, there's a room, there's also a room only discount. So you probably could get like room only discount and then add the new ticket and really save them money. So looking at those things, the people who are looking to book immediately and travel within the next month, month and a half, even two months, they are going to be moved by promotions. So I would focus all of your sales heavy advertisement type content on the summer. And then I would be gearing all of your information insight content um, September and beyond. But remember to add your service in as well, because you don't ever want to showcase a promotion that they just go book from the consumer site. You want to always make sure you're never linking anything back to the consumer site and you're always speaking about why your service trumps booking on their own. Even in an ad style content, even if you have a full on ad promotion ad that looks like an ad that says save 30% this summer that says one day for 90, like each day for $99, whatever, you still want to talk about the service that's included with that because you don't want them going straight back to consumer site. Yes. And I'm, yes. And I know your agency very well. So, right. So you cannot put a mock quote pricing in it. Um, You can say exactly what Disney says. So um, this new ticket offer, they actually in their approved copy have the pricing on it. So that pricing is okay. Um, Because it is, it starts at that you do need to add the date. So if you talk about that new ticket, you need to add the dates that it's available. And I don't have that pulled up right now, but I think it skips July 4th and it skips Labor Day weekend. But other than that, it's there. Um, And so you need to add your dates, but they're approved copy. So you can find their approved copy on DTA. And as long as you use their approved copy for the promotions, you're fine. You cannot create mock quotes. So anyone who is posting um, 
anyone who is posting like get five nights at Pop Century Resort with a four day base park ticket from this date to this date for this price is a no, no. And I can't promise you that you'll always get caught, but I'm going to tell you this. Don't I first off, especially if you're an IC, your agency owner is probably going to have you take it down, especially if you're earmarked because they're watching it. But I don't like I'm, I'm just not going to create those type of relationships with BDMs or with Disney and themselves or, you know, whatever. And here's the other thing. If it performs really well and then you've got to pull it down, that's going to be frustrating. And here's my other thing. You put that mock quote up. 20 minutes later, that that price could change. Like, I mean, it, it really could. So then you have somebody in your inbox wanting that deal. And guess what? It's not there anymore. Either you're going to be legally liable for the price that's there, because if you don't put all of the subject to availability, not guaranteed, all of that stuff in there, you're going to be legally liable for that price. Or at the very least, you're just going to have pissed off clients who are like, uh, you lied and I'm not, I would not book with you anyway. So I don't think pricing works except for things that come directly from the host themselves. And Universal is the same way. There are very few rules with Universal. They are not like Disney when it comes to their rules on social media, but pricing is one of them. You cannot post public pricing. And it's for that reason right there, because it's not a guaranteed price. I wouldn't give a dollar amount you can save. I would say save up to 25% on rooms this year. And you can talk about coupling that 25% off room discount with the new ticket price. Um, and you can you can talk about historically how much you've seen people save. You can't give an exact number, but like if someone in your agency or you have saved someone $1,000, you can say, I saw someone save almost four figures. You're not giving an exact number, so you're not promising anything, but you can talk about that you all, that you saw this much saved based on that. Um, but I would talk about the percentage and you can just use Disney's approved copy in the caption, exactly what it is. And, and then here's the other thing. Don't put it in writing, man. Get on your stories and talk about it. Get on your, get on live and talk about it. Use your voice rather than putting it in writing. And that too is going to help because it also comes across more clearly to your audience. And it's more, people listen to people talk much more than they, they read what's written down. What other questions, guys, about your strategies? What about the ideas that you have out there? We went over what a content strategy is, but tell me, like, tell me, Aaron, how you said you had ideas, but you didn't know how they fit with your strategy. Can you give me a couple examples? Let's walk through that. Yeah. So I did have a question about this. Now that you've said we need, so I'm thinking in spreadsheets because that's my love language. <laughs> so you've got a call in. Spreadsheets scare me. I love them. Okay. So I've got a column of client problems that I've written out. Now I'm going to match what my service is that's going to help them. So then <laughs> I'm going to write down all of my ideas and match those to a service yeah, and then work those sure. into the caption. Sure. So if, if you have this idea of, of four vacations, that what you should be looking at your ideas Seeing what you need to post based on booking window. What do I need to post now? Because I need to post, I know Universal is about 100 days out. Disney is about 180 days out. So which of these ideas match my booking window, right? Then you have your UVP, so your service and your ideal client. You know how to talk to them. So now it just becomes, and if you're busy, like if your business goals, so let me let me change business goals for a minute. If you, you want four bookings every month. If you say that you want for traveling every month, I want you to look at what's going on at the end of the year and see how many people are not traveling. So if you have one month that's full and the next month's only three, I want you to create content that pushes people to that month, right? So if it for booking is going to be a lot easier business goal to help meet content with because you're just creating content versus, but if you, if you have a specific goal of a specific number in a destination, or in, I want, I need five more people traveling in October. I'm going to put con, I'm going to create content that tells them why they should travel in October. What are the reasons there? And I'm going to talk about things that are going on in October. I'm going to speak to that specifically, but yeah, absolutely. Honestly, mix and matching word banks is all our content creation has to be. 
Um, and I want you to think of when you were talking about the before the service, I also want you to put one more column in there and I want you to think of after because I want you to really think about how you can walk them through a journey in every piece of content, how they build before, how you come along and help them and how they feel after you've, they've worked with you. It's just, that's the repeat. That's the brand message. This is how you'll feel before. This is how I'll help you. This is how you'll feel when you've planned with me. It just, it. it's, it's a repeat session over and over again. Tell me what else y'all got? What other questions? Let's, what, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Anything should else? pull up our like Instagram accounts. Do what? You want me to pull up your Instagram I said, accounts? Pull up our Instagram okay. accounts and, and tell me what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> Make sure I don't cut out of this program. I know. Right. <laughs> Let's see. You are magic station. Yeah. I'm scared. All right. No, don't be scared. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. So first off, um, you have travel advisor in your name, Erin. I would add uh, something about Disney in there because that is searchable. So I want you to, I want you to get that keyword in there. Um, honestly, about with your bio, that would be the only other thing that that I would say. You do have a call to action. You have built busy families, plan their vacations. I love that. You talk about no stress. Um, awesome. Let's see. I'm going to pull up a post. Um, five reasons to stay at the Disneyland Hotel. This post looks great. You've got it left aligned, which just sings to my heart. Um, <laughs> It's clear and easy, the graphics easy to read. I love that. Um, okay. So on your, I am, and guys, for those of you who are listening to this at home, she um, is at the magic station. Um, but, and I am looking at the five reasons to stay at the Disneyland hotel post. So one of the things I've noticed is in your, even in the, gra- uh, in the graphic, I'm on one location. Um, you never really leave the magic. It's We love the ability to take the monorail back as much as I love that you're telling that story. And when you're talking to people, it'll be a great way to talk to them. But I want you to change that we to you. You will love the ability to take the monorail back towards the hotel for break. Um, same thing on the next slide, resort pools. My kids and I love the life vest available. You'll love the extra peace of mind. Yada, yada. So turn that me or my to you. So away from the writer and to the reader. Um, and then every Disneyland fan needs to stay there at least once. Um, I can help you plan the perfect trip, no matter your budget. <clears throat> so you've add your, you've got your service ad in there. Um, I will tell you, when it, we, we absolutely love the Disneyland Hotel. So I will tell you this. If you will say you in the first line or two of your of your your hook or in a video if you'll say you first um you will get people to read so i would like for you to turn that into who are you talking to your ideal client so instead of we absolutely love the disneyland hotel i would have speak to your ideal client in that hook and say you know busy moms you'll love the convenience of the disneyland hotel right because we know that that's something they're probably concerned about And then the last thing I would say is on your call to action, that send me a DM to get started is a really difficult, it's just a hard one to follow up with. So what happens is, I'm going to come back to where I'm looking at you all now. What happens is people see those types of heavy sales calls to action and they feel a lot of obligation when it's that. So use those sparingly. What I would rather see you do is share that post to your stories with an engagement sticker, like a poll that says, you know, would you love to stay at the Disneyland Resort Hotel and have them click. And of course, both of the answers need to be positive. And then you go follow up with them and talk to them 
through DMs from there so that you are starting the conversation. Now, don't start it off with, I can book you there. Start it off, what would you love about the Disneyland Hotel? You know, have you stayed there before? Create a conversation first. But use those stories in a way to get to get into their DMs more than the call to action and then ask for more engagement on the call to action. So ask a question like, what would be your favorite part of staying at the Disneyland Resort Hotel in the, in the post itself? Because when people see those heavy call, sales calls to action, they feel a lot of obligation. And a lot of times those are the ones that don't get a lot of engagement. And so we try to save those sales calls to action specifically for heavy sales posts like advertisements, like a promotion, things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that helps a lot. All right. (laughs) All right. I'm going to do, we'll do one from everybody. Let me do Pink Castle. All right. So I am going to Pink Castle Travel Co. I love your highlight um, covers. They really stand out to me. Really, like right when I look in, I, I love the colors. They really catch my eye. So that's a great job. Um, all right. The first thing, Sarah, that I would do is I would, your name block, you're going to want to change that to something that's more keyword focused. Because Pink Castle Travel Co. is in your handle, you don't need to repeat that in your name block. So I want you to use things that are that are keyword friendly. So Disney there. Um, travel should be there, which travel is, but you want to make sure that like Disney travel, I would even use specializing in autism travel. You only have like 64 characters. So obviously what has to, to fit in there. Um, but I, I would, that's something that I would do is focus in on that, um, and see how you can add some keywords to that name block. All right, let me pull up a post. So I am guys, I'm going to read, why can I not see it? I had this the last time. I can't read your caption. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to pull it up on my phone because I can't read your captions. For some reason, I had that the other day with somebody else's on my desktop. I couldn't read captions when I was doing it. All right. So we are going to go to... I'm going to go to Pink Castle and I'm going to look at the last post on here which when I'm looking at this is the um, get tense, the guest experience tense. If something's not right on your My Disney Experience app, don't, no worries. You won't have to go wait on a long line at guest services. Um, okay, so the, you, the information is great. Um, you want to make sure that you are speaking more to your ideal client in the beginning. So Moms, are you worried that once you get there, something's going to go wrong and I'm not going to be there to help you fix it? Have no worries. I know where to send you. Give the information and then your make sure to follow for more Walt Disney World tips is a, is a, just, is a fine call to action. I also would be, uh, I would, I would also use something like, um, what would you be the most worried about happening while you're on vacation or something like that? Because you could also use those answers for content ideas because then you know to address those things. All right. And then Patty. Eat, pray, plan, travel. Um, Awesome. We are going to look at her last one which is actually a real um, great job on your call to action. I mean, on your hook, you're talking about, you're talking to your ideal client um, and it's actually a promotion. Um, all right. So here's what I'm going to tell you about that. You want to take off the your email address because people are not going to email you from there. That's just too many steps for them. So I wouldn't even bother with that on them. Um and, and I love that you're doing that, that park pass. If you're really trying to fill up the summer, that's great. Um, so I, I think the post is great. I would add a little bit more spacing between your paragraphs for it to be a little bit more easy to read. Um, but other than that, that's, that's really it. Um, and then I would change up your name a little bit. Um, also, you are listed as a travel service. That's going to hurt how much content 
um, or not content, how much the songs that you can get. So you want to change your category from travel service to entrepreneur. And you just do that directly in um, the edit profile area and you can change your category. And it doesn't matter that you're on entrepreneur. Travel service is not searchable. It's not like somebody can look up travel services and all the people who are under travel services are going to come up. Um, so that's that. And then on your name, again, I would make sure that you add in um, some keywords that can be searched. And that'll help you out a lot. So I would definitely use Disney. Um, I might do travel advisor specializing in Disney destinations or something to that effect. You want to use travel and you want to use the main destinations that you plan. So if Disney is your focus, then you want to put Disney in the name block. Does it have it? Does it does it have to be on your name block? Okay, I will find that out for you. Um, and, and let you know, um, because I actually am working on this for some other people as well. So, um, with owners, when they want that there, we've been tossing around a couple ideas of how to make sure that you have more room in your bio, but at the same time, um, are listed as a travel advisor with your host agency. And so we've got, I've got some ideas. So don't change that until you're, it's cleared with your agency owner. Um, but I know your agency owner and I'll chat with her about it. <laughs> they are, they really are. All right, guys, what other, what are last questions do you have for me? Anything? Tell me what you feel. Do you feel like you learned something today? You get some information out? Definitely. I feel like I want to go back and change all my captions. <laughs> Don't go back and change. Go forward and do the new. Like, that's the big part is, is not looking backwards. And never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. We'll, we'll finish with some Edna Mode there for you. But um, don't go back and change. Just this is going to help going forward. And, you know, most people aren't going to go back and read all your stuff. They're going to look at it and going forward. So don't don't stress over that. Listen, if you go back to my stuff from even just a year ago and keep going back, don't do it. But if you do, you're not <laughs> going to see what you see right now. Because if and I tell people this all the time, if I'm not better now in six months than I am right now, then I'm not doing my job. We all have to grow as we go. And so don't don't get frustrated about where you are look forward and go then. And I think that, you know, that's, that's the only way that we can grow is to just keep getting better. Y'all thanks for hanging with me today. Thank you. This was awesome. Awesome y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of the social takeoff podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday for a bonus episode, five things Friday, and every Tuesday for a brand new episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday.